Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and here we are midway through September already. I want to talk today about how to end a relationship. And when I say a relationship, that can apply to so many things. That can apply to uh, a dating relationship, a marriage. It can apply to leaving a job. What has me thinking about this and wanting to talk about this today is the, the therapeutic relationship. So it can be ending a relationship with a therapist or a counselor or a coach. When do you know it's time? When do you take that step? How do you take that step? A lot of people have been talking about this with me because they're uncomfortable talking about it with their actual coach or therapist. And so I feel like it's a conversation we need to have. People who are looked at in positions of power. So leaving a job is another great example. Uh, If you have tension or you have a conflict with a colleague, any type of relationship that can change or end, when do you walk away? When do you put you first? And so my answer is going to be, obviously, whenever, when do you end this relationship? If we're talking about something that is affecting your health and your sanity and your well-being, as soon as possible. I think in those situations, it's less important to think about the right way to do it and what steps to take when it comes to safety and well-being. We can't measure the long-term impacts of remaining in an unhealthy situation. It takes a toll in so many ways, shapes, and forms. And so how do you get out of this relationship? I believe that there are three main ways I can talk about in lumps to kind of clump them together. These are not the only ways. There are certainly more ways, but I feel like this is the best way to describe your options and to help people put into perspective what what they can do, what they want to do, because they're so, again, we live in this world where there's so much noise that gets in the way. Like, you know, I should stay at my job until something else happens, until you have another job until something else in your life changes and staying, we don't know how to measure the danger and the risk. So how do you leave a relationship? Any way you can is going to be one of my first category, any way you can. And if that means truly just walking away without a conversation, without an explanation, that is okay. That is what you need to do to take care of you. If you are in a relationship with someone that you struggle getting your feelings out and you're you're being true to what you need to say, then sometimes walking away is safer than putting yourself into a conversation. A lot of my clients will tell me, I 
will cave. Like I know me, I will cave. It's not about the other person. This doesn't have to be abuse. This doesn't have to be, it, if it is, obviously get out any way you can, but it doesn't have to be. If you are unhappy, if you are ready to move on to something different, what, whatever that might be, then you do it any way you can. And if you have people or things in your way that might make it more difficult, in these situations, I think it's okay to let go of the professional way to do it or the right way. Your safety and well-being matters most. The next way is that you can enlist support. You can enlist a friend, family member, advocate, someone. And again, just like there are a lot of different ways to leave any way you can, that can mean packing your stuff in the middle of the day when no one's there and leaving versus doing it when somebody else is home, if you don't feel safe, right? There are, so, there are different levels, but enlisting support or having someone help you can also look different. It can be having somebody give you a pep talk before you have the conversation yourself. It really truly can be just having somebody help you build your confidence and feel strong and go in with the right mindset. It can also be having somebody go in with you and be there and be a part of that conversation. It can even be having someone doing it for you, right? So I have a client right now who has a, a doctor talk about relationships and I have a vet I was unhappy with. It can be any type of relationship that we need to end. She is unhappy and doesn't feel heard. And so I think it's most important for her to find a new doctor, to get to the root of the medical issue, right? And so she's in a different state. I don't know as many people there to recommend and have a shortcut. So she and I together had a, a virtual visit with her doctor where we asked for referrals. He knows her symptoms and he knows other doctors in the area who are experts in certain fields. And so that saved a lot of time and effort. Had she just walked away, which is an option, she could have just sought out a new doctor. That's absolutely an option. But had she done it on her own, would she have found one with, with a specialty in the area she needs? Would she have found the best fit? This, this doctor already knows her and knows what she's looking for. And with me there, she felt comfortable having that conversation. Her visit prior, that was the plan for her to have the conversation, but she just didn't feel ready, heard, seen. And so we talked about it and came up with this way. So, right, you can get out any way you can. You can enlist support. And we live in this world that for some reason makes accepting support seem like it's a weakness. And I am telling you again, I say this about many things, but the world has it backwards. Accepting support is a strength. Knowing our limitations is a strength. I know what I am really good at and what I excel at, and I know where I struggle. And so I know that if I enlist help in the areas that I'm struggling, 
I have more time to focus on the areas I excel, to live life with a less, one less stress. So instead of trying to do it on my own, I absolutely could, absolutely could. It would take me longer. It would be a very big headache, all of those things. So those are the things we can't put value on. We can't measure that emotional toll. For me, it is priceless. So I want to help anyone listening understand that if it's a family or a coach or a work culture that you're feeling like you're hearing this message that you have to do it on your own. No one can do everything on their own. And we need to better understand that accepting support is a sign of strength. It is a shortcut. It helps us get to where we want to go quicker and with less pain. There's just so many reasons and we are not taught to do this. And this, I mean, no matter what age we are, no matter what the issue is, like I said, this could be leaving a job. Are we taught, you know, taught that giving two weeks notice and, and giving a letter or having a conversation about why we're leaving is the right thing to do? Yes. Are there millions of people who just don't go back? Yes. And again, I believe that doing what is best for you is what matters most and your well-being. And we live in this world that questions and, and doesn't understand these things that are invisible. So when somebody goes to an employer with anxiety issues, for example, and needs a few accommodations or talks about what it's like and things remain the same, it's hard to stay in that environment because it's clear that there's a lack of understanding, a lack of awareness, and there are agencies and places that are absolutely bending over backwards to make those changes and to learn more and to just listen. And there are others that are the way they are, and they're putting their time and money into other things. And that's not healthy for you. And it is okay Again, I'm going to back up. It's a strength to recognize that and to put yourself first. So how do you leave that relationship? What if we're talking about a marriage, right? A friendship, a lifelong friendship. These are things that you are allowed to do. You are allowed to do what is best and healthiest for you. So the first thing is any way you can. That can be through a text message instead of a phone call, through a phone call instead of face-to-face. -face. Whatever any way can means to you can apply. You can enlist support. That can be any way that it looks to you, right? It can be, like I said, having somebody just give you that emotional boost before you go sit down and do it yourself. It can be having someone do it with you. It can be having someone do it for you on your behalf until you're ready to be the one to do it yourself. I have written letters for clients because they weren't going to say the words themselves, but they knew they needed to be said. So whatever will work, works. And the, the, the third category is by having the conversation, by sitting down. And again, this can be with a third party present, but sitting down and saying, I think I'm ready to stop seeing you, Sam. I think I am at a point where I'm, I'm ready to be done. And 
if that's with me as, as you know, in, in a professional relationship, if that's a marriage, obviously, even if you walk out the door, at some point you have to have a conversation and dissolve the marriage, right? So there's a lot of work that can be done to go from just walking out the door and leaving a situation and then working personally and developing the tools and the skills to be able to sit down and have the conversations. And that again can be with support. And we are just not taught along the way how to do these things. And there's also no one right way. That's why there's millions of books and millions of people working in these fields because what works for you might not work for me and certainly won't work for someone else. And we all need to do what works for us. So I was happily married. I don't know what it's like to leave a marriage, but I do know that in our 20s, Jim and I were together and we were madly in love and we knew we would end up together. And we did sit down and have a conversation and go our separate ways because we we had individual work to do. We were at different places in our lives and it and we knew we we neither one of us had done anything wrong it wasn't a yelling arguing situation right and that is a healthy it was the healthiest and the most painful end of a relationship for me because it's easier when somebody makes a mistake and does something wrong and you can be angry and there's a concrete reason to say it ended because of this right we didn't have that and so that's okay it's still happened and there's still work that we can be a work in progress and do more for the next relationship whatever it is that is ending but taking care of ourselves and being okay is what matters most so my client I said to a client this week that I thought she, I think she's doing great and she's been consistently doing great for a while and I absolutely am happy to be there and to continue working with people, but I am not the type of person that wants to keep lifelong clients just to keep them, right? When people are doing well, it's, it's, it's a sign of great work and I'm proud of them. And I'm still, it's not like we say goodbye and never speak again. Majority of my clients keep in touch with me and tell me when they get married or when they have grandchildren or when they move. And some I talk to regularly. But still this conversation. So I brought it up and she was, she responded by saying, oh my God, I have been thinking about this and I didn't know how to bring it up with you. And so even someone who I am saying has come so far and is doing great, still looked at that as a way to say, I can continue to work on me and continue to find ways to be the one to bring up this conversation. So wherever you are is where you are supposed to be right now. We have so much self-judgment and we live in a world that judges and it doesn't matter how anybody else is ending their relationships. What matters is that you take care of you in the best way possible. And if there's room to grow, you work on that when you're safe and when you're in a place to do that. And I, my personal favorite is enlisting support in whatever way that looks like. I've had clients have someone on speakerphone just to be, I've been on speakerphone with clients just to be moral support. And you let the third party know you're there. 
it's not done in secret, but that way we've all been there, right? When you have this prepared plan of what you're going to say. And then when the time comes, half of it goes out the window and you forget. So for some people, having another person there is, is, is like having that list and have, and just making sure you get it all said. And I just want people to know that staying in an unhealthy relationship, whatever that might be, I have this, I'm recently moved. Well, it's been almost six months, but I moved. And so I found a new vet that I love. I have two dogs and their shots and timing are on different schedules, right? So I found a vet for Sassy first and loved. And then I had an emergency with Dallas and they couldn't get her in quickly at all. And I was not going to wait. It, it was too risky. So I found somebody else and I got her in and I really, really love that vet too. So now it's time again for some checkups for Dallas's checkups. And the one I love, Sassy's vet that I really, really love, can't get her in in a timely fashion. And so I am switching Sassy also so that we have one family vet just because, and I chose to just let them know because I really did love the vet. I loved how well he got to know Sassy and how much attention he gave as a new client, you know, and Sassy's 10 and has a lot of stuff going on. So it meant a lot to me, but not being able to get in is a problem, especially when it's unexpected, right? I understand, you know, I know shots are due in the month of September or October. So schedule them, not the day before. I get that. But when they still can't get you in, so I did let them know. I didn't have to. I could have just switched vets, but I wanted them to know because I really love them and I want them to know they have a great practice. I just can't get in and, and it doesn't work with my scheduling. So there's so many options and I don't think that it's a right or wrong. I think it's a what's right for you and, and tuning out the rest of the world and the noise of how others are doing it, of how it's supposed to look and recognizing that we're all individuals and we all have our own path. And the only way that's right for you is right for you because it might not work for me. And so I always talk about being true to yourself and being your true self, not who anyone else expects you to be. So I hope that this helps you, anyone, someone. If you are in a relationship and you're struggling to get out, if you know someone who is and you need to enlist support, but you don't know what that looks like, please feel free to reach out anytime. Sam at SamanthaRuth.com. Even if I am not the one you want to help you, I can help you find that person. I can at least help you answer the questions you're unclear about. So uh, if you have questions for me, anytime, Sam at SamanthaRuth.com. Be sure to tune in next week. If you listen live Monday the 19th, I have some really big news about Team Ruthless and ways you can be a part of it. And if you're listening after the fact, obviously you can just listen to the next episode and become part of this family. And thank you for being a part of this community and this family. And until next time, always be ruthless. Thank you. 
Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week. Thank you.